Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Gentlemen, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins have a negative four turnover differential through nine games. Will that be negative by the time the season ends with eight games left on the schedule? No. No, 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 no. This defense is rounding into form. Uh, we've only seen one game where Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard played together. I think that is the key to getting more turnovers on this defense. Both of those guys are, are ball hawks. Both of those guys can get interceptions, which which is what makes that perfect, right? Because if you got Jalen Ramsey on one side and then you force feed the ball to the other side, Xavier can, can nab the ball out of the air, get an interception, you know, Conversely, if you see Xavier Howard locking somebody up and you throw it to the other side, Jalen Ramsey's over there. He can grab an interception himself. You know, Cater Kohu might might benefit from that. Javon Holland might benefit from that. Uh, this defense in particular is pretty darn good at getting to the quarterback. We could see some some strip sacks, some more forced fumbles. Uh, Bradley Chubb has a forced fumble in like a couple consecutive games here now, uh, and he's looking real good. I think this defense is about to go kind of crazy on some – lesser than opponents you know you got the raiders coming up you got the jets coming up you got the commanders who sam howell gets sacked at a higher rate than any quarterback in the league right now then you got the titans who are starting a rookie quarterback and then back to the jets and we know that zach wilson just you know it can be a turnover machine at times although i saw a stat he's only thrown one interception in like his last six games or something like that that might have been for this past before this past weekend but i think this defense rounding into form at the perfect time is going to force a lot of turnovers and i think the dolphins are are going to be uh a little bit better in that department. I think Tua is going to clamp down a little bit on that. Probably doesn't like the amount of interceptions he's throwing. And I think they can climb back to even here pretty soon and then finish the year with a positive uh, margin in the turnover department. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we're probably going to go on one of those uh, streaks like we have with Josh Boyer around. Wasn't there like a 21-game takeaway streak or something crazy we had there for a little while? So um, I think you're both right. My answer was going to be if Bradley Chubb has any say in this, we're going to, right? I mean, this dude's been playing out of his mind. I think that's what kind of got Jake and I really excited about talking about this. I mean, 40 total tackles this year. He has a six sacks, his own pace to have a better season than he did his rookie year. And he's playing at that level. That's making everybody else next to him play an insane level. I mean, you got Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer always making plays. Jalen Phillips, like we were gushing about. David Long Jr. is playing out of his mind. I mean, we can sit here and list all the pieces on defense, but I think um, what we're going to see over these next few weeks is kind of a battle between the offense and defense to see, um, I guess, you can't really say the identity of this team, but, um, you know, which unit wants to go into the I keep saying playoffs and I got to stop that. I got to stop bringing up playoffs. <laughs> Who wants to go into the end of the season, you know, playing their best football because it started out, the offense was red hot. Now the defense is starting to catch up. You see Vic Fangio getting all his little chess pieces back. Um, that total is definitely going to be in the positive. And I think we're, again, we're going to see a, a long streak of games now where the Dolphins get a turnover, whether it be a Bradley Chubb strip sack, a Javon Holland interception, whatever it might be, because um, defenses aren't ready for what they're about to see. Josh, Man. you could say playoffs. I saw an ESPN graphic right before we started recording. Oh, this is I, said, I, I know what you're going to say. This is so bad. It says the Miami right, Dolphins have a nine, 95% chance to make the playoffs and an 85% chance to win the AFC East and a 21% chance to win the Super Bowl. Huh. See, those process, I that. believe those things. Every time you see them and it's a negative thing, you're like, oh, they're full of shit. But you see this and you hear that, you're like, okay, <laughs> I, I believe all this. That, These guys yeah, are that smart. Makes me feel cool. 
I do like that Mike McDaniel's press conference today, though. You know, I think they were talking about the playoffs, and he just basically said, you know, we're not looking at the playoffs. We're looking at winning the AFC East and playing multiple games. So um, it's just different times as a Dolphins fan. But, I, yeah, I, I can't feel anything more than Joe Philbin queasy bringing up the playoffs. At least, what, week 11? We're headed into week 11 now? Raiders game? Already. Bradley Chubb's been so fun to watch because think about it. it, It's, it's not super complicated. If you're a quarterback and you see Xavier Howard or Jalen Ramsey now um, out there, you're going to hesitate for half a second. And that half a second means the ball is, is in your hands. And where is Bradley Chubb coming from the blind side? And all of a sudden that's where he has his four forest fumbles from. That's been so impressive to watch Merrick. Chubb leads the team with six sacks, but it's really like a four, five, six, uh, you know, player, player race here. Wilkins has four and a half, AVG at four, Sealer four, Jalen Phillips at three and a half, who leads the team in sacks come the end of the year. I, I really do think it's Bradley Chubb. I just, I really like uh, where he's at right now. I really like the way he's been playing. I think, you know, again, we go back to, to Jalen Ramsey coming back to this team and Xavier and Howard being healthy now, if these guys can stay healthy, these coverage sacks will be a thing for this defensive line. They're, they're already pressuring quarterbacks at an extremely high rate. They're hitting quarterbacks at an extremely high rate. They're sacking quarterbacks at an extremely high rate. And that's only going to continue uh, as this defense gets healthy and, and this secondary starts clamping things down. And again, like I mentioned, they're going against some lesser than quarterbacks coming up here. You got Aiden O'Connell as a rookie. You know, you got Zach Wilson who plays like a middle schooler. I think it looks and plays like a middle schooler. Uh, you got Will Levis who, you know, he's been looking pretty decent out there, but still a rookie. And and then uh, you got Sam Howell who admittedly having a pretty good season, but gets sacked a lot. So I think they're just really going to be able to, to kind of do whatever they want on defense here. And I think Bradley Chubb is going to continue to get these, uh, get these numbers in the stat sheet. I think he will lead this team in sacks when it's all said and done. Sam Howell does have a nice visor though. We got to make sure we bring that up. Any quarterback <laughs> with the visor is a okay in my Leads book. Um, passing yards, I think too. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Um, he, He's got some nice weapons. I, I like the commanders. They're going to probably change your name soon. Not to get sidetracked here. Okay. You said Bradley Chubb. That's probably the easy money. I was going to say Jalen Phillips, but I think that might be a cop out. So I'm going to go crazy here and say Christian Wilkins, you know, he wants those sacks to get that money uh, four and a half right now. When you're a quarterback, and you see Jalen Phillips on one end and Bradley Chubb on the other. What's the first thing you're going to do? Try to step up, right? So um, let's go right. with Christian Wilkins. We'll give him, we'll give, yeah. Well, you're probably praying coming into this game, right? You're just, uh, please let me get through these three hours and not get sandwiched like Bryce Petty um, did when Sue and <laughs> Wake destroyed him. So we'll go with Christian Wilkins. I mean, I know that's a long shot based on everything we know. Um, but four and a half sacks already. So hell with it, man. He's going to get 10 and then they're going to have to, um, again, that contract could be massive. They have so many people they have to pay. Happy podcast. We'll talk about that uh, when the season's over, which won't be until February. We'll see you in March. Yeah, March. We're going to the parade if it happens. Yeah, so what would, what would that sack total be for Wilkins? Um, you know, we, we kind of feel that this Dolphins defense is starting to pick up the pace, so I think the numbers are going to improve where you could kind of say uh, they're going to kind of lap what they did in the first half of the season. So if Christian Wilkins does lead the team in sacks, I do think it'd be kind of spread out pretty wide. I think AVG would even be flirting around 10. So would Sealer, but who, or what would that amount be for Wilkins? Yeah, I said 10. It would have to be more than that. Just based on, I mean, Bradley Chubb's going to have 10 in the next, you know, few weeks. So we'll go, we'll go 12 and a half, 12 and a half for Wilkins. That sounds absolutely insane. I realized how crazy my prediction was, but yeah, sure. 
No way. It's heavy on the YOLO. I like it. Yolo. Merrick, I'm putting you on the spot here. The Dolphins have two cornerbacks that have interceptions. Who are they? Uh, two cornerbacks with interceptions. I'm going to go Jalen Ramsey because he has the one against the Patriots. And then I'm you going... You almost just said the second one, too, because it was also one against the Patriots, I'm pretty sure. Oh, interesting. Um, I can't remember. I'm going to go Eli Apple. Xavier Howard, man. Oh, Xavier well, wasn't Cam Smith. We know that. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Mayor, there is one linebacker that has one interception. Who is it? Um, That's going to be Jerome Baker. Nailed it. Nailed it. Merrick, there is one defensive lineman who has an interception. Who is it? Zach Sealer. Emmanuel Agba. Agba. <laughs> He's got those big paws. I hate this when he exercise. does those questions. He just nailed it with four of them. Damn. That's like old Stanford <laughs> test. That is to prove that the Dolphins only have four interceptions so it's far not this season. And that kind of speaks to how they're losing the turnover battle. I think the interceptions has been the most surprising thing. So, guys, who leads this league, or they might lead the league, who leads the team in interceptions by year's end? I'm going to go with Xavier Howard. I think I think if if opposing quarterbacks are forced to pick their poison between throwing it at Ramsey or throwing it at Howard, they're going to test Howard more, and I think that's going to lead to him getting his hands on some balls at a higher rate nice. than Jalen Ramsey. I mean, I think that's what I said on one of the earlier podcasts when we did way back when was that he was going to be, I think I even said defensive or defensive player of the year because um, everyone's going to be trying to avoid Jalen Ramsey. So since you said Xavier Howard, then I got to say something else. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Manuel Agba. I'm kidding. I'm going to go with, uh, <laughs> go with J- we'll go with Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is going to lead the team in interceptions. That's not really a hot take. I, should, I, want, I wish I had something better than that. Cater Kohu. I got you. I got you. So the thing here is, you instantly want to say Howard or Ramsey, especially because I just mentioned them, right? But they only have one interception. Someone can have two interceptions and instantly be leading the team. That's why I think it's going to be Javon Holland. The amount he's playing in the slot, the amount he's playing in the box, he is about to shatter his career highs in both of those, where I think having Jalen Ramsey back, having a healthy Jalen Phillips, that who's going to get his sacks, I think all these guys just help Javon Holland be that absolute playmaker. He's going to be like Mario, looking like a rainbow, running around, knocking over every shell, knocking over every Goomba. This is going to be Javon Holland's defense. He has three forced fumbles. I think those all came against Denver, but I think where he helps this team win the turnover battle is getting some interceptions. Zach Wilson, Aiden O'Connell. Those sound like some names that uh, Javon Holland can catch a pass or two from. Yeah. I I think Aiden O'Connell, I think he throws two interceptions this week. I think Aiden the Dolphins defense. Yeah. I think – I think the Dolphins are going to come out like a team possessed against the Raiders. The Raiders, they got a nice little story going, right? They, they fire Josh McDaniels. Antonio Pierce, former player, comes in. He's being everybody's buddy and yada, yada, yada. I think this is the week where, where uh, you know, that, that Cinderella story goes off the rails. I think that, that carriage turns back into a pumpkin, and I think the Miami Dolphins put a hurting on them. They're coming to South Florida – traveling across the country, playing, you know, in the heat. And and I really do think this rested, healthy Miami Dolphins team, they're going to show the rest of the NFL that, you know, again, the Raiders aren't a great team, uh, but but they're going to put the rest of the NFL on notice and say, hey, a lot of you guys buried us. You thought our season was over after a loss to the Chiefs. 
you know, maybe I, I got a little carried away myself, even, you know, writing the eulogy for this team. But I, I do think they're about ready to get back on track. Tua's got the cornrows now. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a big victory for the Miami Dolphins over the Raiders this weekend. Is that his, was he just laying himself up for a prediction? Shouldn't he just give his prediction at this point? That was that was a. Oh no, no setup, you right? you you cannot. Let I'm, us I'm predicting two interceptions. That's my that's my current prediction. Oh, okay. Two interceptions. Okay. I think Xavier's going to get one, and I'll go. Holland gets his his first interception of the year. So the okay. Raiders have been so what, a nice are, feel good. Sorry, Josh. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Go ahead. I have nothing to say. The Raiders have won back-to-back games in impressive fashion. And that got me thinking. That got the hamster wheel going. Um, The Dolphins had an interim coach recently that also won his first two games in impressive fashion. Man Campbell, I was actually at this game, uh, beat the Titans 38-10, to which was an absolute blast. Then they rocked Houston 44-26. to That third game, Man Campbell, Ryan Tannehill and company, lost 36-7 to to the New England Patriots on the road. I think this might be that 36 to seven game. I think the Raiders, it's a good feel good. I understand how much of a relief it is to have someone like Josh McDaniels out the door, but Merrick, I agree with you. I think the Dolphins team is too talented. They have their eyes on a bigger prize than just, Hey, let's get this win so we can smoke a cigar, which again, I'm not hating very cool. I'm glad they got to do that because it looked like a lot of fun. And I, I wish I was there. No, I think that's stupid. Smoking a cigar midway through the season. Cause you want to get, and that's dumb. Like, Grow up. You guys are professionals. I don't I saw that and I was like, what are you doing? This silliness. When when after game would they been like casually smoke a cigar? How many hours would you would they have to leave the premises for the you cigar can smoke a cigar cool? all you want, but don't let anyone film you doing it. Because anyone <laughs> who lets someone film them smoking a cigar looks like a douche. Yeah, I, I, I mean <laughs> I, I did have that. that as a Facebook profile picture once. So I mean, yeah, I guess we I guess we're good here. <laughs> Dude, Joshua, you got any cigar story? Uh oh. No, just that every time I no, just every time I smoke them, I get sick because I I think I um the way I inhale it, it reminds you something else. Like I'm Ricky Williams and it just not good. I just start coughing yeah, and not, dying and not supposed get to get a headache. Not the same <laughs> stuff. Not good at it. You know, that's my-